1: Ninety-one percent of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you You love your credit card rewards? Tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hi,
2: I'm Gina Farrar. Welcome to the Feminine Roadmap podcast, a global community of women in midlife. We gather here weekly over a cup of something wonderful for real talk, life-changing strategies, and a big dose of sisterhood. Hello, Feminine Roadmappers, welcome back to Feminine Roadmap Podcast, the podcast that helps you navigate the challenges and the changes of midlife, and it encourages you and empowers you to live a more vibrant second half. Today, we're going to be talking about the difficulty and the reality of ageism in the workplace. It's a silent career killer, actually, and for women especially. So to have this very important conversation today, my guest is Andy Lyons. She is a four-times founder, a startup champion, and the host of Startup Live show. Andy, thank you so much for being here today.
0: Oh, Gina, thank you. And and hello, listeners. We're going to have a delicious conversation. I can't wait to share my insights and thoughts around not being caged by your age. That
2: is exactly why I wanted you on today. Let's talk. Just jump right in. Andy, what is it? that has sparked your passion around this conversation?
0: Well, you know, I, I am a founder. I've been really unemployable since 1992 and have had four businesses. But when I was 50, Gina, I just said, uh, that's it. My entrepreneurial adventuring days are over. I'm going to have to hang up my tiara <laughs> and go back to work or find something else to do because what I want to do is, quote, a young person's game. Well, that was 16 years ago. You can see, if you're watching, you can see my Route 66 sign behind me. I'm on Route 66. And that, you know, encouraged me to encourage others. You know, you're not done until you take your last breath. Or, you know, you can listen to some songs about how it's not over till it's over. Uh, That's how we need to see and have. So often people are indoctrinated by what the industrial revolution told us you're 65, retire 62, start collecting social security Uh, in the movies, Hollywood. Oh my gosh. Do they cage you? I see more women. All of a sudden they're saying there she's 65 and she's got tight curls in her hair and a sweater and her shoulders are hunched over who says that that, is how it needs to be. Now, if you're like, Hey, I'm not wearing makeup or a bra ever again, all the power to you. Okay. But at some point you have to understand that we need your vibration. We need your energy. We need your wisdom. You all know you've had some incredible lived experiences that you can share that you don't get until you've got these lines on your face. Right. And so that's why I'm always saying, don't be caged by your age between Hollywood and advertising Mm -hmm. and the indoctrination of the workplace and space, all of a sudden it's like, see you, by." You are not valued. You are not valuable. And that is absolutely untrue. And we need to change the narrative, right? We need to control our story around aging and what we want to do.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Just keep preaching, Andy. Just keep preaching. The choir is here for it.
0: Well, you know what happens to women, like childbearing days are over. It's like we've been set free. We have been focused on nurturing our families or our communities. We're being pulled in all these different directions, which we just often feel compelled to do. And at the end of the day, all of a sudden, it's like, hello, I don't have no responsibility. Now I can really focus on what I really want to do. And that doesn't mean you don't have a ton of debt you need to be paying down, but you can look at life a little differently because all of a sudden you need to start asking yourself what lights me up and how can I transition that into something that I want to do? I had a guy comment on a post I'd written recently about aging, how he couldn't wait to retire. Then he started gardening. And then gardening led him to understanding bees. And then peas led him to honey. And then the next thing he knew, he had a honey business. And he was selling honey to all the local places. These are threads you can pull on. You may want to you know, serve your community or some other place in the world that could use your work. Or you might want to say, look, I want to go raise some money and launch a new business. And I want to soar. You might want to enter acting. I mean, Morgan Freeman, right? When, did, How old was he when he entered acting? Right, he was like coming into forty five or fifty, mm-hmm. you know, we have so many great examples of people finding their stride in mid life because again, women, you know you come out of whatever it is you are doing at eighteen, right, and then you go in, maybe you get further educated, maybe you go working, maybe you're working at a local store, whatever it is for your vocation you're reproductive cycle is telling you to do certain things as well. You know, sometimes it's to adopt, to birth, to raise animals, whatever that is, but you have very strong internal DNA and lizard brain activity. That's telling you to take care, build family, you know, or, Mm -hmm. and certainly have a fulfilling career while you're doing it. But boy, once you hit those menopause days and all of a sudden your hormones are like, whatever, um, there's a freedom to that, Gina. And it means instead of just hanging up, you know, or whatever, the dancing shoes, whatever, it's a wonderful time to reflect on how you want to spend the next 30, 40 years, because we have quite a few years left in us and the world needs us.
2: Yes. Oh, yes. All of that is a hundred percent. Yes. And I love the analogy that you shared about pulling on those threads. I think we've, maybe possibly forgotten that there are other threads. Because we have, like you said, we had those reproductive years, as you put it, where we were, you know, maybe having children, maybe building a business, maybe nurturing a marriage, you know, we were in a phase, and there were roles that were so important in our lives, right? But I would say that menopause, brings, let's say midlife and menopause, because most women are there by the time they hit 50, 55. Now it's time for us to birth something new. It's reproductive in a totally different way.
0: That's right. And you don't know what it's going to look like until you focus on how Mm -hmm. you want to feel. So, you know, does it feel that you, do you feel like you want more community? Do you want more travel? Do you, you know, what does that feel like? You want to feel fully expressed. Maybe that's in something that's crafty or creative in a certain way or cooking, or maybe you really do want to get back into business or go to a different type of understanding in your work. Uh, maybe you were in finance all your career and now you want to go over and run a, Coffee cafe, you know, yeah, whatever that looks like, or you just go into a different industry. This is a great time to not be afraid of losing your 401k. You know, we can get really caught up, of course, in the financial constraints that we have. Mm-hmm. And certainly illness will bring in some challenges, but remember, it's those moments of adversity like that. There's always a golden seed of opportunity in there that will. Have you thinking innovatively when you look at the disabled population, they are the most innovative population out there because they have to solve some accessibility problems that the rest of us who are very able don 't seem to understand or know about so if you are faced with some physical challenges you know or you know some of the invisible disabilities that come from physical or emotional, mental, PTSD, you know all of those things that we really need to honor, there are still ways that you can be fulfilled and contribute and wake up with purpose because your happiness has a ripple effect uh, yeah. in the world. And listen, I'm not like Ms. Pollyanna here. I know I tend to be a high energy, and delicious type of person, but that's because I've been through some really horrific things in my life. And I saw that there was a choice for me in my mindset, but also I will honor my DNA kind of package was more of a flotation device and my personality, my nature to come out of that. But I really believe, Gina, that we can focus on how do we want to feel in the world and you know, sit with that and start seeing what crops up when you focus on that. You know, for me, you know, it's a community conversation, celebration, certainly some cash and currency is important, (laughs) but you know, downsizing is okay. And, and lowering your, your overhead so that you can look at opportunities. And certainly if you have the funding or if you can find where this is free and offered online or anywhere, YouTube is always great for this too. It's just get that kind of coaching that you need have that person who's going to ask you those questions, those probing questions. I love listening to the podcast. We can do hard things because Mm -hmm. they're always talking about how to handle a lot of those hard things. Now, you know, child rearing days, those are behind me. So my kids are in recovery from my parenting, but (laughs) it's, uh, you know, it's, finding ways to like, where can we go? Because I don't want to see any population over 50 hanging it up unless they said, look, I just want to stare at my belly button for the next 40 years, 30 or 40 years. And then I'm like, yay, bravo. If that's what you truly want to do. But if you're feeling like you're being forced into this or because that's all you saw, when you were growing up or all you see in the TV, then please don't be caged by your age. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, it's fascinating. We have this dialogue. that's running through our minds that we have heard all of our lives, right? right? And we might even be encouraged by people in our world who are in that mindset, trying to get us to shift that mindset as well. It's not even just what's happening in our head. We may have people in our family who are pushing us. Like, why do you do so much? When are you going to slow down? You should cut your hair. You shouldn't wear red lipstick. You shouldn't. I mean, my goodness gracious. It's ridiculous. The things that they tell women we should and shouldn't do.
0: Oh my gosh. Look, First of all, look how phenomenal you look, Gina, you know, and that's, you know, you chose to like the hair, the makeup, you look great. I follow these women on Instagram there's this one woman, really, she's 72. She's out of Vegas. She started modeling for the first time ever two years ago. She's a tall drink of water. I mean, she fits the mode, but she will start with her really pale, <laughs> wrinkled skin and, you know, mm-hmm. do fun things with the makeup and go, wild. there's a woman out of Scotland. She loves to dress in a thrift store outfits. So she goes shopping. She gets these really fun things. She shows you how she gels her hair straight up. <laughs> and uh, she talks about, you know, how she's got the lipstick and the eye makeup. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. You know, it's this um, feeling like, okay, you can go be quiet now in my world <laughs> in the startup world. Oh my gosh. One of the phrases I've been hearing that I'm just yelling over is explain your business as if you were trying to explain it to your grandmother. I'm like, oh, that's got to stop right now. I know more than my Gen Z and my millennial kids about technology. Okay. And so don't again, cage someone because they happen to be over 50. You think what they don't know enough about technology, or if you don't, you can go learn it. It's not that hard. You've done a lot of hard things in your life. Yes. You can go learn it. And for for me, I love video. I started podcasting, but also live streaming in 2013, Google Hangouts and loved it. But, you know, 2017, as I was really getting up there and, you know, Zoom is great because you can put on the beauty face stuff here, but, you know, most video cameras are bringing in the brown spots and the wrinkles. And I thought, Mm -hmm. plus, you know, my mind doesn't like have that nice quick memory of what I want to say all the time. (laughs) And uh, so I thought all videos are all done for me. And I you know, stopped doing it for two years. And then I realized, oh, well, that's ridiculous. I have something to say and I want to do it mm-hmm. live and I want to do it on video. There you go. Took me a while to get back in the saddle again. And even then I use the script. I use things, you know, to help me. So in case my memory is like, what was I going to say again? Uh, you know, it's there yes. the points I want to get across, but you know, it's, and it's, it's a dashboard that I'm doing on the live stream, but I hope I can represent for other people who might think, yeah, this is how I want to communicate with my tribe or community or build my business or share what I'm doing mm-hmm. um, that you, because we're it's always anti-aging, right, Gina? It's always, yeah. well, you know. I mean, how many people are complaining about 40? I'm like, oh, please. 40 was a piece of cake. It really was. <laughs> that preparing menopause. But anyway, um, you know, 50s were really good. Yeah. 60s is when the things really start showing up <laughs> on the aging front. And we have to embrace it. Like that's like, my gosh, thank goodness we're still alive to enjoy life, to enjoy the people we love. So why be anti-aging when it's like, dang? I've known some people. I've had some pretty boohoo moments at some really sad funerals. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm thrilled I made it through the 40s and 50s and in my 60s and still here to enjoy the world.
2: I I have found the women that I've met the the depth of knowledge, experience, wisdom. And, and a lot of women, I think, don't really acknowledge or recognize what they possess because it comes so naturally, right? We're nurturing, we're fixing, we're, we're showing up for, we're doing all these things. And they're not, it's not a bad thing. It's just that we do it so easily that we don't realize the superpowers that we have. Well, and when, when those things fall away a little bit, look where we can put that energy.
0: Right, or you know, women. I know some of you are out there going like, I can do a lot of things really well. Mm-hmm. But what, what in particular really lights you up? Where you're like, I'm all in. I'm accountable for this. Okay, which because that can happen to us, right? We're really good at this and that and that and that. But what does it feel like? It's an energy drain
3: or mm. a gift.
0: But also the gift of women, and yeah, you know, this is a makes it hard in the business world because, you know, men created the business world and men tend to like that nice, clean, logical, get to the point, and they do not have the fluidity in their brains, in their Y chromosome brains um, to Move around, right? We can flow into anger, you know, love, sweet, bittersweet. We can all do all that in five minutes, (laughs) (laughs) and then laughing again. It's just how we be. So there's a another reason I think why women need to you know continue to bring their deliciousness to the business world and their representation, and and help make the culture. In the workplace, more conducive, you know, and also, you know, understanding that this is the truth at the same time, which is women competed for thousands of years with other women for their not just a place at the table, just to be taken care of, you know, Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. we, you know, and our children being taken care of. So we are still evolving in the not being competitive and being more nurturing and community and lifting each other up, just like the guys do after really, you know, they knock each other down in football and then boom, they jump up and they pat each other's butts and they like go on, you know, we need to do a little more of that as Mm -hmm. women, but I have a deep appreciation Gina for the fact that in our DNA is that fear of needing, you know, to compete with other women for a place in a space, but we're getting there. You know, it's only been over a hundred years since we've had the vote. And many of you may recall, not personally, but experiencing the fact that you needed someone to co-sign for you for anything. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. You know early seventies, you could not get a credit card or mortgage, nothing unless a man was involved. So, you know, we've come a long way, baby, but it's been a short
2: time. <laughs> and we've had so many different battles to fight. that we forget, you know, we're busy scrapping. And some women I feel, like you said, might not ever want to wear a bra or makeup ever again. And that's totally fine. But I think there's this respect we need to have for other women who don't desire that. You mentioned Colleen Heidemann, that's the gal in in Palm Springs.
0: Thank you for her name. I could not do that. (laughs) I couldn't bring her up. Yay.
2: Well, because I come from the beauty industry, I'm more aware of many of these people and I'm two degrees from a lot of them because people I know do their makeup oh, but great. it's fascinating because like there's a gal is a, there's a there's a gal out there she's part of advanced style I don't know if you've seen that oh, they no. all dress if you look up advanced style if anybody's listening on Instagram there's a, a young gentleman who had a great relationship with his grandmother loved her friends and he just started taking pictures of fabulously dressed legitimately older folks his cutoff was 50 but a lot of these people are in their 70s and 80s and you look at them and I think the impulse of many people is to judge oh you shouldn't wear this color after this age you shouldn't be flamboyant you should like you said go quietly and this particular platform it it opens your eyes to the humanity of people not the age of people. You talked about that person who spikes their hair and shops and thrift stores. We don't stop being who we are. We don't stop having the, the passions and the desires and the interests that we have just because we've hit a certain age. Age is just a point on the line of the life we've lived. It is not who we are. It's how long we've been here.
0: I love that, Gina. I love that something fierce because it's true. It's our humanity.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: You know, it's that song, don't stop till you get enough from our generation, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. And so often, you know, one of the greatest gifts in life over the last 50 years, of course, was birth control, but also the hair coloring, right? <laughs> yeah because you know and some women rock the gray hair so well I mean there's a whole movement out there they're looking so good but some people say hair just looks awful and mousy and yucky you know we've got color and that would be
2: me it's not (laughs) a pretty gray I don't even know if it's gray my this is really close to my natural hair color but uh I've been blonde my whole life but there's an ashiness that makes me look like I don't feel well you know and then those people turn that gorgeous gray and you're like yeah that's If I did that, maybe I'd be tempted too. (laughs) But you know, how do we honor each other, Andy, in that it's okay to do Botox, breast implants, hair coloring, a full face of makeup, wild clothing. What does it even matter if a person is living a life that feels full and vibrant to them? And I think sometimes we feel small when other people allow themselves to bloom like that. And I'd like to talk a little bit about, and I think you can probably touch on this quite powerfully, the mindset that it takes. Maybe if someone is timid, shy, maybe intimidated, it just the mindset that it takes to live that vibrant, authentic. See, we're not trying to be like someone else anymore. No, Didn't we no. do that already?
0: Yeah. Like, and, and so, you know, that means you have to do a little bit of work. But it can be fun. It's self-exploratory. I think uh, Glennon Doyle's book Untamed is good for women of any age, which helps you step more into your authority as a woman. Mm. Remember, if you're over fifty, you were indoctrinated by a mother, who or a grandmother, you know, who was raised by, you know, for World War One, World War Two, where if you know, especially um, if they were coming of age in the forties and fifties, then you know, if you put on red lipstick, that means you're Marilyn Monroe. And that comes with a whole lot of not good stuff, right? For them, (laughs) for me, be like, yeah, bring it on. But you know, for them, so they, you know, and it was always don't be loud, you know, be proper and do all of these and your children. I mean, that's the memo they got Mm -hmm. on how to be as you age and in the kitchen and all of that. Well, I am just not a domestic goddess. That will never happen. I'm really good at hiring, but I, (laughs) I'm not good at all of the typical things that women tend to get categorized in. So the mindset really has to be reflective. You've got to go in and say, well, what is it that makes me happy? Who do I want to be? And then experiment. So if you experiment with hair color and style and go, oh, no, that's way too much work. That ain't going to happen. Or you get into the bathroom and you're like, in front of that mirror and you're like, yeah, I like that sparkly purple stuff. And you see a lot of women putting some great colors into their hair. And if that makes you go out, then yes, that again, is that listening mindset that tells you, Ooh, I do like wearing that top. Oh, I do like those colors or I don't know. I want to explore, go with a group, go somewhere online or in person. And Again, if you have the budget for it, work with someone who's going to help you with style. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of the greatest gifts in my life was my good friend, Sudi Staub, who is 70, I think she's 74 now or 76 and still vibrant and amazing and out there. But she helped me leave my my maternal, my mother's dress code for me. growing up, very (laughs) proper New England waspy Yankee and helped me find my vibrant colors. So whatever that is, somebody who can help you find that and read the books, listen to the audio books, listen to the YouTube channels, the folks who will help feed you so that you realize that you are so valuable. And Wayne Dyer has a great quote. I'm going to read it because it's off my whiteboard here. But he says, you are always a valuable, worthwhile human being not because anybody says so not because you're successful not because you make a lot of money but because you decide that you're a worthwhile valuable human being so that's what i mean about the work you know a lot of times we have uh, our different parts and pieces running our head you know and so or we have people in our lives who continue to hold us into a position so you got to break those those tethering ropes that might be holding you back. You need to set up your boundaries, but most importantly, explore. And once you find what jewelry, what clothing, whatever it is, what work lights you up, maybe you're ready to start writing. You know, maybe you're ready to launch a business. You know, the most, the highest rate of new businesses are being launched by people over 50. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are women. And again, it's because we just don't want the constraints that corporate America has had put on us. But uh, I I just find it fascinating to see how our sisters are coming through this time period. And I'm just so grateful that we were born when we were born, that we have a lot more options and the world is a more fluid place for us to explore. Because you may do something for five years and then decide, all right, I feel complete. Let me try something else. So you, you don't have to be caged by what you do either. Right. Mm. It's not just by your age, but it, you know, we, again, we grew up together in this environment where you did one thing for a bajillion years, right. <laughs> yes. and then you got a gold watch. And so if you want, you can take on any new thing that you want to do. And once you start opening up your mind and your heart to that, I think the exploring is what makes it so fun, and, you know, hanging out in the mystery of it all instead of the certainty.
2: I What I hear you saying is that we do need to shed some ideas that maybe we've never questioned. Right. That tension that we may feel between what was, what is, and what is to come and allowing that tension, some curiosity, because we do have you know, it's so funny. I never thought about, you know, a couple of generations back, how close we are to that, that very more obvious minimizing of women. Yeah. Now it's much more subtle. And I think the power in what you do, Andy, is you have gone and said, I'm going to blaze my own trail Yeah. where Mm -hmm. I get to set the rules. And, you know, women have that possibility. We've been running businesses. If we've stayed home, let's just be completely honest about
0: that. 100%.
2: You know, we've managed people, money, time, schedules, projects, all of it. Like if I could get women to just look at their lives from a business perspective, how many businesses have you run in your life? Even if you never had a job outside of your home, I joke. And I've heard this joke before that, you know, if we got paid, what we do at home, all the different jobs, we would be gajillionaires because of the task.
0: Absolutely.
2: So why can we not do the
0: next thing? Right. And also women, you have a head for numbers because you knew how much money you had to get through the week for groceries (laughs) or what you could do with the kids. Right. You know what 20% looks like off on something (laughs) you've been wanting or, you know, 40% off. So you do have a head for numbers, just throwing that out. But you know, if you were born you know, during the time period that we were born in, yeah, you know, we were just reined in with so much sexism and misogyny, and you don't do that uh from each other as well as society, and we just need to just you know ask each other, what do you want to do with what's left? Because you know it's the unretirement years because too many people are really not ready to stop they may work at a different pace the day yeah. may unfold differently and that's okay doesn't have to but if you are like where i need a good 40 hour week or i need to be out straight like that that's what fills you up then hey i'm i'll be cheering you from the couch But, uh, you know, you can have a little more flexibility, especially if you've you've been able to pay into Social Security and maybe you're collecting that. But also it's just also really honoring the microaggression that's getting thrown at you because Mm. of age. So folks who watch uh, Grace and Frankie, there's that I think in the first season, they're trying to cash out at a grocery store. They can't get anybody to see them. They're invisible because they're over a certain age. We have to change that, you know, and I don't say that I know how we'll do that. And if you're feeling invisible because you've reached a certain age, maybe you need to go find people who are going to see you. Right. And um, and maybe and this is the beauty of your podcast, Gina, is that we can have these conversations and and start seeing each other uh, instead of as aging women who are supposed to be, you know, doing what a lot of men want to do, retire and play golf every day, just shoot me. Again, if that's what makes you happy, wonderful. Um, but for a lot of women, they they want to explore more. You, you don't want to leave something on the table like regrets when you get to the end of your life. Mm-hmm.
2: That is a powerful motivator for me specifically, is not wanting to have that regret of what I could have experienced. And I hear what you're saying about, you know, if women are hearing this and they don't have the community that's empowering them, it doesn't mean that they're not capable. It's the community's voice. Like I distinguishing between what you're hearing and what's true for you. Right. They're not the same. I think we've allowed them to be the same for a very long time.
0: We sure have. Or because our darling man is ready to move to a warmer climate and have a different day because they've been working their tail off since 21 and supporting family and whatever responsibilities they've had does not mean that you have to do that again, unless you're ready to do that. So, you know, where you're at with in your relationship. So if your darling man is someone you want to continue to be with, but they're like, I am done with working. You can have those conversations, those important conversations where you're like, look, I'm happy. You want to go and play golf all day. And that's where you want to be right now. Um, I need to be here. So you you don't have to be the good wife Uh and just, and, and be retired because they're ready to be retired. So a woman I know, she's always been the breadwinner in her family. She still has more to give. She's my age, 66, and she's just rocking with this startup. And her husband, who is really well-known in the Fortune 100 company for his tech background and brilliance, he, like five years ago, said, you keep rocking, honey, because I am done. So, you know, he's more about cooking and the gardening and whatever. She really doesn't worry about it. He, you know, is fulfilling himself. You know, it's this... Feeling of being responsible, right, for Mm -hmm. a spouse's happiness. You are Mm. not. You're responsible for your own happiness. That's a mic
2: drop. That's a mic (laughs) drop.
0: That's a hard one to shift. Oh yes, women. Oh my God, we're raised to be people pleasers. It's our job to make it. No, no, no. It just isn't. It's your job to bring to the world and bring to your children, adult children at this point, and grandchildren Mm. a happy, fulfilled woman.
2: Mm, you know, as you're saying this, Andy, all that's crossing my mind is women going, oh, yeah, I don't think I can do that because it it's not, we're not saying one is bad or good. Like it's, if we could step away from judgment and, and yeah. be more like assessors, let's assess list. Let's get curious about what we're doing and why we're doing it and how it makes us feel because, you know, I think it could make some marriages more vibrant for a woman to step more into her power as well. I think there are men out there that would be like, hey,
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: that's
0: pretty, that's pretty hot. You glow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that idea. And, and listeners, remember, just start where you are. Mm. And it might just be every day you're just seeing yourself differently. And then the next step could be, you know, a year later. Now you're doing something. It just, it does not have to happen overnight. It could take 10 years to evolve, but there are women who are writing for the first time at the age of 70. Yes. And they're just starting and you're like, what? So remember you can start with just one tiny step forward and just be in that first step. There's, there's no race. There's no competition. It's all about you being you And, and remember, there's no such thing as failure. You're just getting informed like, Ooh, I thought I was going to like that, but I really don't. I really hate it. In fact, (laughs) so you, you go, okay, that's good information. What's up next? No blaming yourself for not having it right. The first time, you know, this is, there's nothing. And I know many folks are like, look, I have to be the greeter at Walmart. I mean, that's how stretched I am on my social security check. I understand that but you can get on YouTube and learn so much for free. You can go to Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com. They have real bonafide courses that you can take there for like $15, sometimes $9.99 and up your game. And so the desire, of course, has to be strong enough or the pain that you want to be out of, you know, has to be strong enough. And, but most importantly, please remember Two things. One, that you are absolutely valuable and important to the world. And two, something all women need to practice. It's so easy for me to receive. Right? We are so good at giving. Oh my gosh, we are givers. But Step back, open your arms and see who can give you something. And, you know, men love to give and take care of women, you know, a good, healthy man. So if if somebody can teach you something for free, you know, leverage your femininity in that regard and um, learn from some of the guys around you or from your kids, but it's okay. Just start where you are. Mm
2: -hmm. And, you know, you're talking about starting where you are and, leveraging your time and being patient with that timing. It's not a race. I do love that reminder that it, there's not this impending deadline. We we have to shift our mindset, I think, a little bit to That's a more, right. like you said, flow. Flow a little more. Feel less um, like we're driven to get the to-dos done, because I think there is a bit of an investigation that needs to take place, and it's okay, like you said, if something doesn't fit. And I think that these, I'm hearing you talk about shifts. They're just little subtle shifts about the way we think and perceive things.
0: Right. And it's a daily practice folks. And it could just be an affirmation you're saying to yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, to help you move more fully into yourself and, or no matter what's happening, you know, to you, I, you know, radical gratitude is just being thankful, thankful Mm -hmm. for your, your the body's deterioration, or you know some other things that are going on. You know, radical gratitude keeps you from being feeling like the victim, and more about the ability of accepting what is and then leveraging that.
2: Mm-hmm. Because what is, it may it may look nothing like what we've had, but that's the beauty of it, right?
0: Right. And, you know, for women in fifties, maybe you're ready to move on from your spouse of all these years, the kids are out and you're like, oh, thank God, this is, I can get out of this. And that's wonderful. Or you might want to reframe what your marriage looks like, or your relationships look like, or, you know, you've been dumped <laughs> and that's so hard to get through. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, you will get to another side and you will then find yourself. Wow. I'm not the mom, I'm not the wife, I'm not the sister, I'm not the daughter anymore. I am me. That is freeing.
2: It's so powerful. If you think about it, yeah. to stand in our own beingness, if you will, in the power that we've been given in the giftedness that we've been given. Yeah. And, it, and how much more rich is the world around us, Andy, when we are the best most vibrant version of ourselves.
0: Exactly, and folks, I knew in 1986 when I first stepped in front of a video camera. I, we were doing a little video for my parents' 40th wedding anniversary, and I was like, oh, I always thought of myself as Castle. He goes, I am perfectly handsome, you know. There was just like, went, wow, the camera really loves me. Well, what was I going to do? Go down to my local TV station and get a job? I don't think so, right? And so it took technology all these years to catch up so that I could do what I wanted to do. And never in a million years did I think I could be in front of a video camera and, and, you know, quick sidebar and real truth moment. I don't like talking in front of people live in an audience on a stage. I I just don't like it at all. Um, But this to the camera. Love it. I love going live. I love everything about video. Am I great at it? No, I'm not great at it, but I love it. And, you know, I get better each day at it. And so if you're looking around and thinking, well, what could I do? You know, there are some really amazing things you can do that technology has brought to us. I, and you, if you know Colleen on, on Instagram, then you know on TikTok, TikTok isn't just about dancing, it's about sharing whatever. And especially you teachers out there, I know you've got something to share because you've been teaching for years, for decades. And wow, TikTok is a wonderful and very forgiving platform, meaning that you do not have to be perfect. You don't have to be some talented actor. You can just be sharing yourself. And there are so many easy little tricks to making that happen and work. And it give you so much fun.
2: So fun. anyway- There's the key word, fun, having fun. Well, Andy, we have come to the end of our time together, and I want to thank you so very much for the vibrancy, the energy, the positivity, and just the truth that you brought to this conversation. You are everything I expected in terms of just wow. Such a wow factor you have. Thank you so much for being with me today.
0: Oh, I'm so grateful to have met you, see, folks. You know, 30 years ago, Gina and I would never have met. Mm-mm. 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, we would not have met. So, you know, and I wouldn't have had this opportunity to chat and share some of the Andy-liciousness with you. And, yeah, it's just a gift. So I am truly grateful for this opportunity as well. And feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to connect with me and ask questions or share where you're at. And where I'd can people to... find you? Oh, Andy, A-N-D-E-L-Y-O-N-S. Just Google, I'm there. Instagram, Twitter is my favorite social media bar. LinkedIn, YouTube, subscribe to my show. Show up to the show and say hi if you want. And if you're doing anything in in starting a business, let me know because I'd love to spotlight you and and celebrate your courage.
2: Wonderful. Friends, today, if you head on over to www.feminineroadmap.com forward slash episode 293, You will find these links to Andy. If you're watching us today on YouTube, just down below, everything you need, all Andy is down there. Friends, this conversation is in your life today for a reason, because you have purpose. If you're here, you have something to do. You have value. You have experience. You have knowledge. You have something to give. You have been giving your whole life. Now is an opportunity to shift and fill your cup in a completely different way and bless the world in a completely different way. Get curious about that process. Give yourself an opportunity to be reinvented, to show up in a different way, and reach out to Andy, reach out to me. Know that there's a community of women that are cheering you on. Thank you for joining us for this conversation today, my friends. We look forward to sharing more interesting, empowering, and encouraging conversations in the weeks. to come. Take care of my friends. Bye-bye.
3: Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing?